0: Hi, I'm Pete McCall. Welcome to episode 96 of All About Fitness. This episode is just going to be a quick fit tip where I want to talk about how social media is influencing healthy behavior change. But first, before I go into that topic, I want to take a moment out to acknowledge some feedback I've received from listeners And uh, it's really a pleasure meeting you, you know, if if you're going to be in an event where I'm going to be speaking, I'll be speaking at the SCW Fitness Conferences this year. That's scwfit.com. I'll be at Ideal World, which is a major fitness conference in San Diego this coming, the end of June. But if you're going to be at a conference, or if you're going to be at an event where I'll be and you listen to the podcast, please take a moment to come up and say hi to me like uh, Lucas from North Carolina did when I was in D.C. recently. Lucas, man, it was really a pleasure meeting you in person. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and I really, really appreciate your, your doing that. Also, I want to say thank you to Shauna in Wisconsin for dropping an awesome review. Um, i really very grateful for that. And if anybody listening, if you take a moment uh, to give the, the podcast a review, you know how the ratings work. It helps you just climb up a little bit higher in the rating cycle. And finally, I just want to say thank you to Chelsea. I really uh, appreciate that feedback uh, that you gave, and it really, I'm glad you're enjoying uh, listening to the podcast. And one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast it, it's primarily for a consumer audience. So if you're a fitness professional, if you work as a trainer, as an instructor, please um, do me a favor and refer this to your clients. I'm not trying to take your clients away from you by any stretch of the imagination. But what I am trying to do is put information out there so your clients understand why they're doing certain exercises. If you look back at some of the previous interviews I've done with people like Gray Cook and Gary Gray and Stuart McGill, what I'm trying to do is put a little bit of a method behind the madness about why we design exercise programs and and what the effects can be on your body. So if you are a fitness professional, please, uh, I'll probably put this out there for a little bit of background. And if you're a, you know, a general fitness enthusiast, if you enjoy it, I appreciate your tuning in because you're going to learn a lot about fitness. And you know, the name of it is All About Fitness. I'm not sure if I'm going to cover all because it's a huge topic, but I'm certainly going to give you a, a big insight into how fitness works. So today, a quick fit tip, I'm talking about social media. And specifically what I want to talk about is how social media can be, be used for positive, you know, positive behavior change. And I don't know, I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're digital savvy, and I don't know if you, you spend a lot of time on social media. It's funny because people either love it or they don't really like it. There aren't really a lot of people that just kind of dibble and dabble with social media. But one of the things that I enjoy is I enjoy seeing what friends do. You know, recently I had Tony Gentlecore on as a guest, and it was fun. He posted a 600-pound deadlift on, on his social media. My friend Artemis. I recently had Artemis Scanalides on as a guest, and she's always posting some of the stuff that she's lifting, and that motivates me to go out and lift more. It motivates me when I see friends and colleagues that are doing certain things. I'm like, you know, I haven't. You know, I think about, it. I can do that too. One that I'm thinking of is um, my friend Athena, who is living in India right now. She, uh, uh, she recently posted. Um, she recently posted herself doing a couple cool yoga moves. One of them was a really good hip opener, and I've been practicing that. I, I'm not that good at yoga, but she posted a really cool hip opener, and I'm working on it. And once I get it down a little bit better, I'm going to throw a video up of a, on Instagram of, of me doing it. But I really like using social media to engage with friends. I stay in touch with a lot of my former clients on it, and I stay you know, engaged with a lot of people that take my classes on it because it's a good way to share information. And what's interesting, I'm going to link to this uh, research down below, What's interesting is you're starting to get public health researchers looking at social media as positive behavior change. One of the biggest things, when, you, when people make, make a change in their life to adopt a healthier behavior, whether it's adding more exercise, trying to eat better, you know, maybe stopping you know, if, they're, if they're drinking excessively, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest components of behavior change, of lasting, successful behavior change, is vicarious experiences, which means seeing others that you can relate to doing the same thing. So when you see social media, you know, if you look at social media and you see people that you relate to, you know, maybe it's another mother, you know, of two kids making time for exercise. Maybe it's another professional who travels quite a bit, yet who still, you know, finds time to get a a run in the morning or get a workout in the evening. You know, if you can relate to somebody and you, you see them doing a positive behavior, it's much easier for you to sit there and think, I can do that too, and that's what some that's some of what researchers, public health researchers, are seeing with social media. They're seeing that platforms like Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat are very powerful. You know, they're powerful ways to engage with people. They're powerful ways to be motivated right now. And I'm gonna throw you a big shout out, man, because I'm really I'm really proud of what you're doing. I'm following a guy on Twitter named Vance Hines. Uh, Vance is uh, an attorney in Texas. And honestly, he, is, he was motivated—and this sounds funny—he was motivated by the comedian Burt Kreischer, who um, Burt and you know, comedians uh, Joe Rogan and Tom Segura, they had an Ari Shafir, they had something they did last fall called Sober October, where they all agreed to not drink alcohol or smoke weed and uh, to try to do yoga throughout the month of October. And it's funny that these guys who did it on Joe Rogan's podcast— And just so you know, I've reached out to them a couple times to try to get them on here because I want to talk with them about how they're influencing behavior change. I don't think they realize. I don't think that that these guys like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer realize how motivating it is to see what they're doing and how that influences other people. So this guy in Texas, Vance Hines, is an attorney. He was motivated by Burt Kreischer and and, uh, former wrestler Diamond Dallas Page, who now has a yoga program out for men, he was motivated by them to make a change in his life. And he's been posting pictures about his journey along the way. And Vance, if you're listening, bud, we've tried, we changed a few emails. I can't tell you how motivating that is for somebody like me, who I work in the business. And one of the things, that, if you're a trainer, if you're an instructor, you want to see that what you're doing is having a positive effect on people. You, know, you want to know that the people that you touch whether it's by teaching a class or designing a workout or coaching a workout, or in my case, writing a blog or putting out a podcast, you want to know that what you're doing is having an effect. So when you post about your, your progress, Vance, when you post about what you're doing, and this even goes to the comedians, Tom and Bert, you guys give each other a hard time. Bert's been you know bragging that he can run, that he can run marathons. When you guys do that and you post that, that's a powerful motivation for other people that can relate to you. you, for other people that can feel, I mean, you know, I'm in my forties, just like a, a lot of these guys are, you know, and I can relate to that and say, Hey, if these guys can do it, so can you. And I think that goes true for women. There's been a big, you know, there's, there's been a, a really big movement. And I, I find it very interesting that some of the more, more some of the more successful um, fitness platforms or some of the more successful fitness coaches on Instagram are more full figured or you know, plus-sized women. Recently, I ran into uh, Lita Lewis at uh, at the LA Fitness Expo, and I interviewed her. And Lita is, you know, she's a huge social media influencer on, on Instagram, and she's a full-figured woman. And she really, you know, she has a power. I think she has half a million followers of people who relate to her, of being plus-sized. You know, I've recently interviewed uh, women, uh, Maureen Summers and Luis, uh, Luis Green out of Canada. They're they're full-figured women who are are changing the way that people view fitness, people view exercise. For years, for years we've been fed these stupid media images about skinny people being, you know, doing exercise or if you're going to do fitness you have to have six-pack abs or you have to be jacked. You know, I try not to cuss on here, but that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, that is bullshit. You know, if you look at any definition of fitness, if you look at any definition of fitness in any in any dictionary, it does not include anything about appearance. It, it talks about work capacity, it talks about performance, it talks about your ability to function. You know, and that's what fitness is. Fitness is about ability, about going out and living your life. You know, if you're fit, you have choices for what you can do. If you're in shape, you have choices for how you live your life, for what you can do, for being healthier. It means you can go out for a run with your friends on the weekend. It means you can play a game of touch football without being wrecked. It means you go for a hike with your grandkids. That's what being fit is. And that's what social media is doing. You know, social media is a really powerful change agent. When you see people like yourself, whether you're a triathlete training for Kona, or whether you're that person just trying to get off the couch and walk around the block, if you can see other people that look like you, that relate to doing what you want to do, that's an extremely powerful change agent. So I'm going to link to a little bit of that research down below. I mean, you know, public health experts are starting to quantify that. And over the course of the next few interviews, I'm going to be speaking with some power social, powerful social media influencers who are changing the way we live. And this is something, you know, I've been in fitness education for 15 years. I've been a trainer for almost 20 years. It will be 20 years this year. And it's been really interesting because we're seeing such a shift and then there's a lot of, I hear a lot of discussion among my colleagues, people that have been in education for a while. and It's like, wow, why are, you know, all these people are getting all these followers, but it's like, you know what? They're doing something right. You know, I, I've been doing fitness education for years and I haven't cracked the 2000 mark on Instagram, you know, and I don't think that's important, but what I see out there. What is important is that people are finding people they can relate to. If people are motivated by an Artemis Scandalides or, or Akira Stokes or Lita Lewis, if they can relate to these people on social media and say, hey, if she can do it, I can do it too. If Vance can look at what Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer are doing, if you know, Joe Rogan posts about running, you know, running the hills in his Vibrams, you know, that's stuff that gives you, if you can relate to those people— If they can do it, you can too. And that's where the power of social media lies, folks. Yes, if you're a certain orange man, an orange gorilla, an orange buffoon, you can use social media to bully people. But that's not not where the power is. The power is in uplifting people. The power is in helping people do something different, to do something better. Power is when you see somebody like Vance making a step to change his life. When you see people like, you know, Bert and, you know, and uh, Tom Segura, when you see people doing the deal, they're out there pushing it. You know, there's a trainer named Don Saladino, who's, who has a tremendous uh, Instagram following, works a lot of A-list, A-list clientele, but he's putting information out on social media to help you understand how to train the same way. You know, so when I interview, when I interview with, you know, these people that train the top A-list celebrities, that isn't that important. What's important is how do they encourage people, how do they motivate people, how do they engage people. That's where the power of social media lies. So if you, as you're listening to this, and if you're, you know, think about oh, I don't really use social media, try to look out, look out for what you want to relate to. If you want to do be healthier, follow people on social media who inspire you to be healthier. I can't tell you how inspirational it is to see my friend Artemis lift a ton of weight. And it's like, okay, I got to go do the same thing. You know, I'll email her or text her, like, you know, get some, you know, we'll swap ideas about, you know, certain training. That's where the power of social media is. It's that positive peer influence. You know, if I see, you know, Vance post something about hitting a certain weight goal, that's going to, you know it, that's going to carry me through that workout. You know, that's going to carry me to that next workout. If he did it, I can too. So the next time you play on your social media, think about the power it has to change lives. Think about the power that your influence is having. Or think about how you're influenced by other people that you see. And on this one, and, you know, on, on down below in the show notes, I have a couple, uh, a couple of Instagram tags of people that are coming up in future interviews. But I think you're really going to appreciate that. And I also have one really interview that I'm very, very proud of. And I'll be, that's going to be coming up in a couple weeks here. Because it's an important issue that nobody's talking about in our industry. It's an extremely important issue that we just don't cover, yet it can affect a lot of people. So hope I you, uh, hope you're enjoying All About Fitness. If you enjoy it, please do me a favor. You can follow me on social media. On Instagram, I'm Pete McCall underscore fitness. That's Pete McCall underscore fitness on Instagram. And I try to post stuff up there, fitness-related and non-fitness-related. You'll sometimes say, uh, I put together, you know, my, my one of my hobbies is putting together Legos. I put them together for my kids to play with. And uh, sometimes I do put Lego posts up there. But most of the time, majority of the posts are fitness related. Twitter is PeteMC underscore fitness. That's PeteMC underscore fitness. On Twitter, I put out a lot of stuff. I still do a lot of writing and blogging for the American Council on Exercise. So if, if you're listening to this and you and you like that content, I put it out on Twitter and also, I'm going to link below on this uh, on this All About Fitness quick fit tip. I'm going to link below and have my ACE profile, my American Council on Exercise profile, has all the articles I've written the last number of years, articles and blog posts and everything that hopefully you can use to help motivate you and help you learn a little bit more about fitness. So this is All About Fitness, uh, episode 96, quick fit tip just talking about the power of social media to change our behavior and change our lives. Thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.